What's good, everybody? You're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. With me, your host, Benjamin Banks, and my co-host, Rebellious Z and Trav. How are you guys doing today, fellas? What's goody? What's you going know, on? Hey, football season here. I got the game on mute. Oh. Yeah, you right. Yeah. All right, Chiefs and the Texans is going down. It's 7-7. Seven to seven. Okay. I didn't I'm know watching. they got uh, the Chiefs score. Okay. I'm watching the Legend of Korra. Mm. I got, uh, I got he, you, you like 10 good. years too late. Uh, that don't matter. <laughs> I'm, al- I'm always late to the party. So I It's mean, true. You just saw Warriors. <laughs> I'm, <a> stop- <laughs> I'm not going to stop talking about it neither. Oh, don't forget about the Lost Boys either. Lost Boys, man. But the Warriors is even older and even more iconic, bro. Okay. Yeah, I'm surprised you see stuff like The Last Dragon, Banks. Jeez. Right. You know I'd have seen The Last Dragon. Thank goodness. You saw one out of the three movies. Well, I will say that I did just watch, uh, what was that, Big Trouble in Little Tokyo? Or is it Little Tokyo? No, you had it right the first time. Big Trouble oh. in Little Tokyo. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I just saw that too. Hey, that's a fire movie though. It is. It is, man. But look, first, let's go ahead and, and get our guests and announce him because he's here with us right now. And that's my tag partner. The second half of the Golden Pinky Society, the man himself, Diamond Victor Griff. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. I know it's a, a, a pain to, to deal with banks on a, on, a, on a weekly basis. I gotta deal with him on the road. So, I mean, I know how much he can annoy, and I, I know how much he can just make you want to pull your hair out. That's why I'm bald now. That's right. You know, what hair I did have left, I pulled out dealing with him on a daily basis and on a weekly basis up, Bro, up the highways and byways. How often does he try to get you to watch JoJo on the road? Uh, if it's not JoJo, it's some Dragon Ball Super. <clears throat> um, hey, don't tell them what I got you trying to watch on the road. He tries yeah. it, you know. He got this thing where he wants to um, become a Super Saiyan. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like when you have a birthday and you get to make a wish. Yeah, that's and <laughs> if you tell anybody your wish won't come true. Uh, well, I'm telling everybody so he can't become a Super Saiyan. He He's wished every year on his birthday to become a Super Saiyan. Hey, hey, hey. Just relax. Hey, everybody don't need to know my seat. What seat? Oh, I'm sorry. fell out for a second there. even a seat. I feel I feel like y'all are all gonna attack me on this episode. We're not gonna all attack. I won't let anybody attack you. I'm just happy that Chris came on and said what everybody in the room was like. (laughs) 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 But yeah, all right. So before we get to today's topic, let's go ahead and talk about some stuff that's happened in nerd news. It's been a lot, but we're gonna try to keep it short this week because we know last week we went a little overboard. And the first thing that I want to say is. Aunt Viv, the original Aunt Viv, is going to be on the Fresh Prince 30th anniversary reunion. And when I saw it, like, I thought it was fake at first. I saw the picture. Will Smith posted it. It was him and Aunt Viv. And I was just like, oh, snap, this is a Photoshop. This is real. Like, she was smiling. And, you know, it just makes me think it's just like, dang, like, all that, you know, slander and going back and forth and everything. And it's like, they all holding hands now. It just made me think about uh, the Ultimate Warrior when he came back to WWE. I'm just like, dang, I never thought I'd see the Ultimate Warrior in WWE again. But things happen. Hey, 
Banks, you just gotta remember, man. Everybody needs is now. Is this something televised, like a special? Yeah, it's gonna be on Then it, that validates what I was about to say. Everybody's got to eat, man. At some at some point, you got to make some money. And she ain't done I'm much not, enough. We talking about them even in, inviting her, not her not wanting to do oh, it. I'm sure if they called her up, she would she would jump at it. I didn't think that they would give her a call personally. And I mean, hey, man, maybe they aren't as petty as she is. That's true. I mean, because I mean, like you think about it over the years, it's like she was the only one really bashing them. Now, I do know that the other cast members did say stuff about her. Like, you know, she was hard to work with on set. And, yeah, you know, came after the fact, though. Yeah, it came after the fact. But, you know, she's been black. Mostly she's just been blasting Will Smith. You so know, look, she. You seen she, she uh, aged didn't do her too well. Yeah. You know, I think that's all for that, all that anger. This is what all that anger gets you right there. Got you looking angry. old, bro. Yeah. yeah all that anger, age you. Yeah. Mm -mm. But, hey, it's, it's good. It's good. You know, hopefully uh, we'll see something else in the future. Like maybe like they might do like a one hour special or something. And then they can have both on vibs up there. And uh, they're just going to have both on vibs and no Uncle Phil. Yes. Okay. Like, it's like the original Aunt Viv can be like Uncle Phil's like ex-lover or something like that or something crazy that they they can come up with. But uh, moving along, I know, Trav, you was talking to me about this uh, Dune thing. The Dune trailer. The Dune okay. remake, bro. Uh, okay, so I never I'm assuming seen... you never even seen the original. No, no, I haven't. D? Yeah, I know what it is. I mean, as usual. Thanks. I, you gotta watch man. I I haven't seen the original. I thought it was a brand new thing. Griff, uh, Griff, you has Griff seen Doom? Nope, I have not seen Doom. I, I feel good. Yeah, man. I mean, I get, the original movie is historically one of the worst movies of all time. Like one of the biggest flops. I personally enjoyed it, but I was also a kid. Like when I finally saw it, because it's an old movie. Mm -hmm. But this trailer was fire, bro. And they got a cast on them. Uh-huh. And I think it's... um, But that's that goes with a lot of things that were back then. There was a lot of movies that came out that were flops that get remade, and people think they're the greatest thing since sliced bread, so... Well, bro, that... Yo, this leads me to believe yeah. that since we're getting a Dune remake, we might get a Waterworld remake. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. It might happen, bro. It might happen. I can see yeah. it happening. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't know. I still need to check out the trailer. I, I know that you was putting it over the other day, Trav, and um, I'm going to see if it's good because I, I haven't watched the original. And like you said, it's like everybody said that it was one of the worst films at the time. So, I mean, hopefully the, yeah. hopefully the remake is better. That's all I can say. A yeah, lot of supposed go ahead, go ahead, try. I was about to say this is supposed to be it's supposed to be a trilogy, mm. and this covers I mean, like the first half of the book. I was just so gonna we'll say see. some stuff is just um, you know it's before it's time, you know, and the technology we have now. You've seen type of movies that are coming out, so I mean it's not hard to believe that they would want to update a lot of titles from the old days, so. 
And speaking of old days, I feel like we're living in a alternate universe right now. Cause your boy Banks called something trash, and your yes. boy over here was giving it high praise. Yes, and that is the My Hell Academia OVA. I was not a fan of it. You know, I I usually do not bash My Hell Academia because it's my favorite anime that's out right now. But that OVA was doo doo. It was really doo doo. And when Trav told me that he enjoyed it, I was just like, how? Like, I don't he's understand the, what you didn't like only, about it. He's the only person that I know that has talked good about this, like on and multiple groups that I'm in on the My Hill Academia podcast episode that I was on where we was talking about it. Like everybody has trashed this thing. Trav is the only person I know. And it's like now it, it does feel like it's an alternate universe because usually Trav is the one that always trashes everything. But this is me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, saying that this, this OVA was trash. What was trash about it, though? Just, just everything. Like I, I wasn't a fan of the dialogue. Like Deku was just talking way too much. Uh, and, like, I mean, if this, it's, it's this, no different than when they went through training. Hold on, Rondell. It's like if this was just like a regular episode, like uh, on season three. Was it season three or season uh four? It takes it takes place during season three. Like if this was just a regular episode, like. I wouldn't have had a problem with it, but I feel like with me and a lot of fans were expecting, like they were expecting more. Like they thought that there was going to, you know, actually be like a threat or something like that. And I know that me and you had talked about this and you said that, you know, most OVAs aren't that good, but there have been OVAs that have come out and they've been really good. And this is just they weren't that good. I just said people it again, an OVA is literally no different than just episodes. Yeah, so, I don't know. people was expecting it to be like this special where it was this thing. It's like, dude, it's just the OVA. Like, well, I have not seen the OVA, and uh, it's interesting that y'all have flip flopped on this subject. I mean, I would rec- I mean, check it out just so you can have your own. Bro, opinion. Check it out. The All only right. thing I'm gonna say, I told this to Banks, was at the end, bro. They had this line when um, Bakugo was hurt. And Deku was uh, helping him up. And Bakugo told Deku that uh, he was going to be his crutch. And I was like, hey, man, that's like some powerful stuff right there. Some foreshadowing. But when Uh, he was that, he was just saying it as an insult, though. Like, it was more than that, though. So Deku was saying it as an insult? No, No. Bakugo said it to Deku. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, this is how they go, though, man. They're, they're kind of like Big Brother, Little Brother, as far as characters go. He's always picking on them and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't really uh, a fan of it, and um, that's all I'm going to say about that. I haven't seen any of the other OVAs that have come out for the series, but I did hear that they were going to be put on the Funimation app and Hulu in the future, so I'll check those out. Hopefully they're better than what I watched. That's all I'm saying. That's all but, I'm uh, saying, man. But moving along, we got some anniversaries that have come up as well. On today's date, which is September 10th right now, before uh, this episode airs next week, today is the 25th anniversary of the Sony PlayStation coming out. And then the day before, September 9th, was the 21st anniversary for the Sega Dreamcast coming out. 
And I know that we did do a Dreamcast episode before where we talked about the Sega Dreamcast and like some of the amazing games that came out for it. But the PlayStation, like 25 years, like the PlayStation was a great console. It had many classic gems, like games that we talk about to this day. And some of the games Mm -hmm. we still play, like thankfully, you know, they've been adapted and um, upgraded so they can be played on the newer consoles. But I, I'll say that um, that PlayStation Classic was trash, though. I will oh, say yeah. that. Everybody knows that. We'll say that. But the PlayStation. I mean, it's not trash once you hack it. Uh, nah, hey, we don't talk about that up here. Yeah. We don't talk hey, about that. We, I, I didn't say that we did it. I just said it's not trash once you hack it. Okay. I mean, you can go online and see that. Uh, it's it's not saying. hidden. All I'm, I'm saying, saying is that, uh, you know, once it's hacked, and the doors, the gates have been open, and the flood starts to come. Then I can see that it's viable. But what they're giving you is hot garbage. And that's yeah. why I literally picked it up for sale with a coupon at Target because for your boy. 12 bucks because of your boy. It was like I thought it was like 20 I paid, like, I paid twelve ninety nine or something like that. But that's crazy. Like it was like a, it's like you had to do a price match at Target and then use the coupon yeah. and it dropped all the way down to like twenty dollars. Yeah, you price matched it at Best Buy yep. and then used the coupon. Like twenty dollars. I had some form of like gift card or something. Okay. And your boy so paid twelve ninety nine. Bro, I remember when I posted that on Facebook, like everybody was going and getting them, man. And it's just crazy. It's like originally when that thing came out, it was a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars, bro. Hundred dollars. Would you have been that. mad if you paid a hundred dollars and got that? Yeah, I would have been mad if I paid a hundred dollars for that. Bro, I don't even yeah. think the classic SNES and NES that they came out with is worth a hundred dollars. But well, the SNES was eighty. I think the the NES was fifty. I believe no, it was sixty. It I was, was about 60. to say because I think the Sega Genesis was sixty when it came out. I think Sega was eighty when it came out. Eighty. It might have been. Yeah. That's yeah. too much, bro. That's yeah, too man. much. Especially but, uh, it's been out plenty of times already before the Sega has been out two and three different times with, yeah. with um, more or less games. I mean, the only the only upgrade is I think it looked like I think there was two of them that came out. There was one that looked like the actual Sega Genesis, and then there was the one that had the HDMI uh, outputs. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, I still I would still like to get the Sega Genesis Mini. Probably when it goes down in price, like it's nothing that I would uh I would pay eighty dollars for right now. I think oh. I might have paid forty dollars one time for one, and this is like. Six years ago, and it was like at a at a family dollar, and you could actually you could it was like a plug and play, but it had like eighty games preloaded on it, and then you could still use the old cartridges in it. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean it goes for fifty right now. Yeah. Oh, for real? That's not bad. I'm not paying fifty dollars for it. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Not like, for that I, list of games. I, yeah, I spend it on something else, but um. Speaking of gaming systems, they just announced the uh, price for the Xbox Series X and the uh, Xbox Series S. 
the S is going to be two ninety nine, and then the S is going to be four ninety nine. But that S Are is trash, got- bro. Yeah, it's only digital. Like you, you can't put physical copies inside of it. It's just straight digital, and it I has. Mean, it's small- virtually for kids. I was going to say the same thing. Something like that is for kids, because then you don't have to, you know, run the risk of them scratching the disc up or losing the disc, and you know, the clutter. Yeah, I think I might get one just so uh, just so I can have the new Xbox, but I'm definitely getting a PS5. Yeah, I'm probably not going to pre-order it, though. I'll probably wait till the next cycle, to be honest with you. For the PS5? Yeah, for the PS5. It's better to do it that way. That way they work some of the bugs out anyway. Yeah, it's just that, honestly, man... Not that saying their launch games are terrible, because I don't necessarily think that, but there's nothing launching that makes me say I need to get one now, personally. The only thing that I want is Miles Morales. Huh? The Miles Morales game. That's the only man. That's all I really want for real. But not for that's bro, you about to drop, you know, six, seven hundred dollars. You know, getting game, getting the console. Maybe picking up a second controller if you want to. Like, I'm good with just one controller, bro. I I like to play solo. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I bet like, you I do. It's like I don't need multiple controllers, man. I don't need them. No, until you say, "Hey, bring your controller." Hey, yeah, hey, then man. you bring your bring own your controller. controller. You don't. If you don't got a PS4 or. You know, whatever, then I can't help you. All I know is I bring my own controller anywhere, anyways. I don't trust other people's controllers trying to set me up. That's how you're supposed to be. Busted controller. That's how I should be. Sir. Especially you. You be cheating. Who? (laughs) What do you mean, who? You know who. You, JoJo. Hey, I know you still hurting after I whooped that ass in Tekken 5. Oh, I know you still thing. hurting after that, that Street Fighter run with your boy. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Row, yeah, you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, his memory know. gets foggy when he gets his ass beat. But he, he gonna know. remember when he beat your ass. Oh, yeah. I like this. Uh, everybody's doing their own story. <laughs> <laughs> according, according to Banks, he's the hero in everybody's story, though. I, I know. He's the hero. He's the leader. Uh-huh. Oh. Top dog. He gets the gold star. I mean, he's, he's happily ever after. But he let me tell you, that book is closed and forgotten under the bed, sir. He's the Red Ranger and the White Ranger at the same time, yes, along sir. with being the Green Ranger. <laughs> yep. I am. Don't you forget it. And he don't even need the Megazord, bro. He got it. He, just, he got it. He uses his pinky and he destroys the monster with his pinky. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Y'all already know. And then he climbs into the Megazord to do his victory dance. He does the money shuffle with the Megazord. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. I need y'all to, uh, I need y'all to settle down. Y'all crushing my man tonight. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look, um, just two more things in the intro, and we can uh, wrap it up. It's just two cancellations. Um, the Venture Brothers and Mike Tyson Mysteries, two Adult Swim shows, are canceled. The Ventures Brothers got announced last week, yeah. and Mike Tyson, Tyson got announced today, today. right? Yeah. yeah. 
And then, I mean, it didn't get canceled, but finally, The Walking Dead is ending. Thank God. It is coming six, to an end. Six seasons, seasons too late. Yeah. But, yeah. And, but you know your boy Daryl getting that spinoff? Are you serious? Yeah, Daryl and what's the homegirl's name? I, Michonne? Huh? Michonne or Carol? No, Carol. Yeah, Daryl and Carol. They get a spinoff, bro. Really getting a spinoff? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Uh, <sighs> Jesus Christ. And I know that there's, there's, a lot show, there's uh, another Walking Dead spinoff coming out, too. Uh, we had talked about it on uh, the Walking Dead episode that we did. It's like something versus the world or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's uh, the spinoff where the teenagers from the camp um, run off and like try to save whatever or something. And the rumor was that um our boy was gonna be in it, Rick. Oh yeah. But yeah, exactly. Bro, let me tell you, man, they really know how to beat a franchise dead. Yeah. Yeah, no walking dead it was A. As you would say, it was fire at first, man. Dude, it was so fire at first. Just I don't know What's wrong with them? They just kept going and going. And Bro, nothing will ever top those first two seasons. I'm sorry. Every no episode was fire. Yeah, no point. Every episode. Couldn't wait for the show to come in. Hey, but speaking of beating franchises into the ground. Oh. Take it away. Who, me? Yeah, you. What franchise? Is it, is it today's topic? Today's topic, man. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I like how you say it. But, hey, I was thinking, I was trying to think of another franchise that's been beaten to the ground. It's I this mean, one. it is. This, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's been beaten into the ground, but I will say that it's, it has gone in a bunch of directions where it's like, I don't know where to begin. Like, it's had reboots, it's had remastered TV shows. Um and a new reboot that just came out last year. And oh, that I know what you're talking about. It is the Terminator series. And that's why we had to get Diamond Victor Griff up here with us because usually like this man will talk to me for hours about the Terminator series and tell me that I'm wrong on certain stuff. You are. When it's just like, bro, like it's proven facts that it's like this is the truth. And he's just like, no. It's kind of like he's like a conspiracy theorist, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so y'all ready? Y'all ready to get into it? Let's rock and roll. Hey, right, I'll go. be back. <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Very beginning, Terminator, first one. Now, okay. I I saw this movie after I had saw the second one, and Me I, too. Was, I was afraid when I saw this movie because it was a lot more scarier than Terminator Two. Like Terminator Two just felt, you know, it was straight like a cool action. action movie, yeah, like, like explosions everywhere. Whereas in this one, I mean, it's like. Like, you were afraid of the Terminator. I mean, I was afraid of him in Terminator 2 as well. But, uh, you know, this one, yeah, I was really afraid of him. I, I didn't understand why 
Arnold Schwarzenegger was a bad guy in this movie, but then in Terminator 2, he was a good guy. Right. Well, now you know. Now you know why. Well, Terminator 1 was more like a horror movie, a sci-fi horror movie, if you will. Yep, I agree. That's exactly what it was. I mean, me and, and then once, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. Uh, if, and once you got the Terminator Two, it kind of like you say it was an action movie. But there's even reasons in Terminator Two that they explain why it's sensitized. Mm-hmm. What, what you mean by that? Well, what I mean is, um, there's little not to jump ahead, but. Of course, in Terminator One, you know Arnold is the is the villain, but in Terminator Two, he's not. And when yeah. you get to Terminator Two, you know he's been reprogrammed by the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And John Connor, as a child or a teenager, whatever he was in the movie, I think he was supposed to he was supposed to be like thirteen, but he might have been supposed to be ten. I think he was twelve. Maybe, yeah, 10, maybe it was ten, twelve, something like that. But it didn't it didn't fit. I think he was actually like thirteen in real life, but I think he was supposed to be ten in the movie. But mm-hmm. he explained to Arnold's character, he explained to the T1, uh, the T-800, or it might have been the 850 by then, he explained to him that he couldn't kill humans. He, he explained, he, he made it perfectly clear he couldn't kill humans. So in that movie, even though he was aiming and shooting at, at police officers, he wasn't intending to kill as he was in the first movie with... Um, without any uh, disregard for life. He was out to kill. If you came between him and his target, you were going to die too. Yeah. I mean, um, I just wanted to add too, especially while we're at the, in the, in the goods uh, with one and two, um, I just love the comparison and how this story of one and two go together. So, you know, it's just like um, salt and pepper. You know, they go together so well, like her point of view, the lead character and how she perceives him and is terrified in the second movie when he pops up. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, find out that he's not there to kill her. Right. And especially like that thanks. I had watched him in reverse too. I'm not really sure why I hadn't seen the first one, but I saw the the second one first. So when it's watching the second one, it's like, oh, ho- holy cow, he's he's taking people out. So, yeah. Well, I mean, Very you got to think, though, we're, we're <clears throat> late 80s, early 90s kids, you know yeah. what I mean? And the gap between the first one coming out in 84 and the second one coming out in 91, it makes more sense for us to see the second one first, because it's really not that old by the time yeah. we're old enough to watch it, versus the first one. I mean, it would have been a decade old at that point. I'm trying yeah. to think, did it, we did an episode where we had said... There was a part two to a movie that we had seen first before we had seen the first one. I can't remember what movie it was. Was it, it Ghostbusters? I was about to say Ghostbusters, but I don't think it was Ghostbusters because I saw the first Ghostbusters. Or was before. it Back to the Future? No, man. I'm mad I can't remember. But we we just talked about it on the episode. Like We saw the second movie first before we had saw the first a movie. I can't I remember. But I can't remember. I, but I will say, you know, it's the same thing with Terminator. You know, I saw it in the the mid nineties. Um, not Terminator, but Terminator Two. Right. And Terminator One, the Terminator. It was one of those movies that I had saw. I want to say like in the late nineties. I know I had saw it before Terminator Three, and um, just watching both movies 
Of course, Terminator 2 was going to be better because of the success of the first movie and whatnot. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those movies where it's like sometimes the second one is going to be better than the first one. But I know there are people out there that enjoyed the first one more than the second one. Yeah, well, I mean, it, they're both good, but I don't know about the first one better. I mean, I just think it depends on which genre you like more because the second one is more of like, I guess you could consider them both a sci-fi thriller, but if you lean more towards like, you know, a horror movie or something gritty, you probably like the first one better. Well, I mean, it's not like the second one ain't got scary moments. I mean, the whole ending is pretty scary as a kid. Yeah, I get that, but it's, um, but the first one you don't have good uh, in the second one you don't really have um you know a good robot versus a, a super high tech e- evil robot you know yeah. in the first one is just like hey i'm here to save you and this thing wants to kill you so i think it's a little different still because i mean the second one has a ton of action in it. oh yeah i mean the first one does too but i, I just think it has more of a horror element to the first one yeah, I say that the uh, the first one, man, it was just straight up shooting for real. I mean, you had it in the second one too, but it was more. I don't know, man. It's I don't it's know. Like, it's like I guess you can compare it to like Resident Evil, where it's like the first couple of Resident Evil games were you know survival horror, and then once you got the four and up, like that's where they started implementing all the action stuff in it, and it kind of took away from what the original games were. Now, um, does anybody know if there's some sort of tie between Terminator and Back to the Future? What do you mean tie? I don't think like, there's a tie, but I like think there's as far as some their stories, their stories being based off. Obviously, Terminator comes out a year before Back to the Future, but is there any sort of like real truth to Back to the Future is kind of based, like, they kind of stole the Terminator gimmick, gimmick a little bit, like, the story, the time travel storyline-wise, uh, going, I mean, if you look at it, dude, it's pretty much, it's damn close to Terminator, minus uh, Liquid Dude trying gotta, to shoot and kill. I want to say I gotta, I gotta disagree, because in Back to the Future, um, yeah. you had Marty get sent back by mistake to the wrong time, and then he inadvertently caused some stuff to happen that wasn't supposed to happen. He kind of, he didn't, he didn't prevent stuff from happening, but he made stuff happen a different way by him being there. Some, the the train of events played out differently, but it still led to the same thing that was going to happen anyway, with his parents falling in love. But you think it's pure coincidence that they both have a storyline based on somebody going back into the future to make sure that somebody is born. Well, maybe both of them, both of them stole their idea from the Twilight Zone. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. There was a Twilight Zone episode that you know James Cameron got sued over about that same exact thing. That was similar, more similar to to the Terminator story than uh, Back to the Future. And I don't, I didn't never hear anything about Back to the Future being sued uh, about using those elements. But I don't, I, mean, I don't think it's really stealing, and you know robbing Peter to pay Paul or anything like that. I think it's just, this is what we call inspiration. You know, I don't, I don't really think back to the future or vice versa. I don't, well, I'm not knocking them for it. I'm just, I'm just trying to say what, if there's some real truth to, Hey, this inspired me to make this movie. 
but this is what I did different. Yeah, but I, if you look at Pokemon and Digimon, it's the same thing. That's treading some water. Right that's like, you, you can't say that one is not like the other. You can't with that. But it's like this is like somebody going to a, a strip club and saying, "Hey, I had the idea to come in here first before you came in here." Right. <laughs> yeah, Trav. I honestly had heard of uh, you know people comparing the two, or you know. Um, I just thought about it because we brought up Back to the Future when I said uh, when I brought it up as one of the movies that we were trying to think of that we saw first, and then it just kind of. Well, it's like what Griffith said. It's like you know, with one of them. Somebody went back to the past by accident, whereas with the other one, you know, they sent somebody back in the past to kill somebody, and then the other person got sent back to the past to make sure that that person didn't get killed. I mean, I, I know that they both have, you know, similarities when it comes to time travel, and uh, it's kind of funny because remember in Endgame, it's like, you know, they were trying to think, how does time travel work? Like, does it work like Back to the Future, or does it work like Terminator? And they brought up like all these different movies that involve time travel. Right. So I think it's just, it's just inspiration and similarities. I think Endgame only did that because they knew their storyline was trash. So they were they made a joke out of it in the movie. That's my that's my opinion. I'm gonna touch on something else. Um there was uh there was a how it should have ended. I wanna say it was a how it should have ended, and it integrated both the Terminator and Back to the Future in the, in that short cartoon. So if y'all ain't never seen it, I would yeah, suggest y'all heard of it. I know what how it should have ended is the uh, the cartoon thing on YouTube. But it, it did integrate the Terminator with the uh, Back to the Future. Yep. I mean, which it's easy to play one off another. I mean, you know. No. Well, I, I would say while we're talking about the first two movies, um, I have a, a, a theory and I have a belief that uh, y'all y'all are familiar with the um the main characters of the movies. Right. Yes. Uh, it's theorized that Kyle Reese is the father of John Connor. Right. That's, that's the theory. That's what's being told. Right. To me, in the first movie, which the first movie, and you're going to have to hear me out. I'm going to explain this real quick. In the first movie, you're seeing two timelines. You're seeing the right. original timeline, the end of the original timeline, where... Mm-hmm which I would call the unaltered timeline. Nobody's traveled from time. Everything, all the events that were supposed to happen, happened naturally, happened organically. Uh, the John that you see at the end, of, uh, the beginning of Terminator 1, the, the age John that sends Kyle Reese, that John became who he was, um, not by accident, but by almost like almost by force by circumstances right. rather circumstances because of stuff happening around him he had to adapt to that and he had to become who he ended up being at in the beginning of terminator one the john connor we see in terminator two he has a choice he's being molded he's being manipulated he's being taught he's being trained to be to become that John Connor we saw in that first movie, but he's rebelling against it. It's like your parents want you to do, want you to go to yeah. college or they want you to do follow the family on um, business. And you going to rebel against it every step of the way until sooner or later you end up, you might wind up doing that one thing you didn't want to do. Now going back to that, I don't think Kyle reaches his father in the first timeline. He can't possibly be his father in the first timeline. If he's his father in the first timeline and how did he get born to send Kyle Reese back to impregnate his mom? It doesn't make sense. Now, now what I will say is whomever 
John's real father is in that first timeline. I can I can say that the first timeline, Kyle and his father. John grows up, he becomes the leader, he sends Kyle back. Once he sends Kyle back, then from then on, you can say Kyle always was his father. And then again, you can always say that Sarah was pregnant the whole time and didn't Kyle. know she was pregnant Dude. when she got with Kyle. She could have been blew pregnant my mind just now. Time. That blew because my mind just now because it makes sense. In, in that first movie, there was a guy that left a message on the voice on, on the answer machine. Oh, so I said voicemail on the answer machine that was breaking a date with Sarah. Sarah was already messing around with some guy. You know she was messing around with him. Bro, how um, have I never seen this theory? This is so, one of the theories. So my thing is, it's two things right now. Let's say uh, everything happens in the first in the unaltered timeline, everything happens. Right. The guy that's that's messing around with Sarah, he he walks out on a leaser. So what story do you tell your son? You can just make up one. Make up one that he doesn't have to wonder, he doesn't have to worry, he doesn't have to keep questioning when's daddy coming home. You make up a story about, yeah, daddy fought in the war and da 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 he got killed. Something that a kid would 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 be proud of their father for and not be down on himself because their dad's not around. Some Bobby Boucher stories, what you're saying. And and my thing is that you can still apply that throughout the whole movie, throughout the whole series, because Kyle doesn't have to be John's father. He doesn't. The idea of Kyle being John's father is what pushes John to protect Kyle as a child and what pushes John to send Kyle back to protect his mother. It's just a thought, just like John Connor doesn't have to be John Connor. John Connor can be anyone. John Connor is a symbol of hope for the resistance. So anybody could have, John Connor could have died and somebody else could have stood up and took the mantle. And throughout the rest of the movies, John Connor communicates to the resistance members through radio. And while he's right. communicating, nobody sees his face. Yeah. All you hear is a voice. That's that one voice, that one sheer share a little piece of hope that we can get through this and we can survive and we can overcome these these machines, these monsters. Anybody could have took the reins if John would have died and did the same thing that John was doing. Knew the same knowledge that John knew that, that was passed on to them from John himself and they could have they could have kept it going. John Connor could have been a code name after John Connor's untimely death. And I got another theory about John Connor dying. But I don't want to take up all the time. So, so, um, so let me ask you this because you said that you're only talking about the first and the second movie, right? So, and Terminator Salvation, John Connor, he, he already knows that Kyle Reese is his father. So, would you say, so would you say that Salvation is canon to the first and the second movie? Oh, I can say all of the movies are canon, and I can tell you why. Uh, the first and second movies, you know, they came they came back to back. The third movie, this is this is an adult John from the second movie. He's grown up. He's off the grid, quote unquote. Right. Um, Sarah doesn't make an appearance because Sarah didn't want to be part of the movie and they didn't want to offer her enough money or whatever it was, and then they killed her off off screen. You know, the the typical kill him off screen, damn, 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 James is dead type thing that happened to Sarah Connor. Um. But that John Connor is the John Connor we see in Salvation. That's a continuation of the story. Correct. Nobody was ever. You would Banks never. Gonna, doesn't believe this though. Nobody Banks was does ever, not believe that Terminator One, Two, Three, and Salvation is in chronological order. Straight line. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And well, this is another thing that Banks probably didn't didn't get, but I got um, two things. One, the stuff with Marcus Wright from Terminator uh, Salvation happens during the same time of Terminator Three. Two, there's a flash forward instead of a flashback. Right. Terminator on uh, Salvation. So instead, of, it's still time travel, but it's not time travel like using the time displacement unit. It's time. It's right. time travel. Marcus Wright in 2003, I believe it was, in that facility when he gave up his um his rights to his body and stuff like that for Cyberdyne Systems. And then it's a flash forward when he doesn't even know where he is. And it's kind of almost like a it's almost like a flashback to Terminator 1 when Kyle Reese arrived in the future and didn't know what day it was, didn't know what year yeah. it was, didn't know what happened and all of that stuff. Salvation is his, John Connor's first time meeting his father in real life. Right, correct. correct. Kyle Reese, okay. yeah. Now, see, one of the things about Salvation, because I remember when it was originally coming out, and I was kind of turned off by it because I'm more of a fan of the Terminator movies where it's like, you know, a robot goes to the past and they're trying to kill somebody. I don't think that I was ready to watch a movie where it was set during, you know, everything. Scott, you know, Skynet took over the world and whatnot. Yeah, and Judgment Day had happened already. They yeah, succeeded. it happened in Terminator 3. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's how Terminator Three ends. They succeed. Yeah, how, yeah, they succeed, and you know, you move to Salvation, and I'll say, like, I just finally saw Salvation because I wanted to be able to talk about it for this episode, and it's like the entire time I was watching it, it felt like I was watching, you know, a Dark Knight movie. Like Christian Bale sounded like Batman when he was doing the voice. Like I, I didn't see Same John. Connor. Oh my god. I didn't, <laughs> He doesn't even I, talk the same. He does talk the same. I didn't see John Connor. I saw Batman, and I was just uh. <laughs> and, then, and then the only other thing I can remember about Salvation was when uh, was that that incident that happened on set when he was cussing at somebody, and Go with this. I was just like, man, you know. well, I mean, it was it was a good movie. Like, I mean, finally, it, dude, that. it doesn't deserve the hate again. No, it doesn't because they went in a different direction. They went in an entirely different direction. I mean, everybody's always talking about they want to see the war, 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 and then they finally got it, and then um, they they complained. Didn't like, which we can't. That's why we can't have nice things because as soon as we get something nice, somebody complains about it, dumps all over it, and then they take it away. Yeah, better hope nobody dumps all over y'all y'all's podcast because then they'll they'll take that away. (laughs) They'll take you away too. Okay, Paul. They'll take me away. They'll take me away for being up here. Ah, uh, this guy. We'll come get you, Look, Matt. Yeah, all in all, Salvation is a it's an okay movie. I, I I thought that it was cool that Arnold was in it. That it wasn't really him, but the you know CGI. I thought True. that was right. It. Yeah. And um and then I guess that that's the that was the prototype because I don't know if you guys knew this, but Griff had sent me a, a deleted. Scene oh, man, I was about to say something about that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. He sent me a deleted scene from Terminator 3 where... Should have been in the movie. And it, show, it shows uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character like the, the real person. And he has like he has a country a country accent and whatnot. And he's, he's talking about being the model for the future warriors and stuff like that. And they're like, okay, we like him, but we don't like the voice. And then Arnold's the real... Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice, like he's voice, uh, he's doing a voiceover for one of the the guys at the facility, and he's just like, "We can change it." 
And um, yeah, like it, it was cool. I had never, I had never seen it, but yeah, it should have been in the movie. It should have been the opening yeah, scene. Yeah. It should have, because we saw like why, why he's the default Terminator and why there's so many copies of him. Because it it makes you think in um in Terminator Dark Fate, like how many different Arnold Schwarzeneggers were walking around trying to find. John I got a theory on that too. Um, but what I will segue a little bit slightly is there's there's this rumor that Dutch from um, the Predator series was yep. the guy they used to model uh-huh. for the Terminators. I think that it's it's in one of the games. One of the games is I think it's maybe Terminator versus Predator or something like that. I can't re- remember off the top of my head what game it is, but it's rumored that Dutch was the model used. So you could kind of. You can kind of pigeonhole, even though that's a deleted scene. You can kind of pigeonhole that together and say, "Well, that was just Dutch," you know. After he got back from, you know, the Predator. I mean, who who better to make into this to this uh, robot killing machine than the guy that just killed a Predator? Who better to model it after? I mean, I mean, that's yeah. I can definitely, I can definitely see that going together. I mean, because Dutch was a badass first off, and uh, yeah, why why wouldn't? I mean, it's it's a cool theory. Here's, like a, here's, here's something that could even tie it up, tie a bow around it. The guy that's running, he's got the body, he's got the build, but he didn't have Dutch's face. He got hurt and on duty. Face got all jacked up, so they decided, well, we're going to give him plastic surgery. We're going to make him look like this guy, and then we're going to model this guy's body and that guy's face on our robots. So I like it. Faced off them. Wow. What you saying? So, somewhat, a little bit. But I mean, I'm just saying, his face was mangled. You couldn't, you couldn't reconstruct his face. I mean, you could, but they decided right. they wanted to reconstruct. They, they, we, they, they decided to give him a higher purpose. They're gonna take him off of active duty and make, make him the better. face of their new, of their new, um, their, I guess their new um, security initiative, their new robot initiative, whatever. Yeah, All right. Here's another one because I know we're about to get into the ones that, that y'all like to call the bads. Or the um, worst ones of the series, but I think we don't call it. Yeah. Okay. So I think we've all seen all of. Okay. So Sarah Connor Chronicles. No, nah, I ain't yeah, seen. Yeah, I have not seen all of Sarah Con- Connor. Um, but in Salvation, I think there is a I, I I call it a loophole where Salvation makes what happens in Genesis makes sense. And the reason I say this is because at the end of the movie, Marcus gives his heart to John. Mm-hmm. Marcus right. is a heart machine. There's no way in the right. world that po- a portion of that machine doesn't enter into his heart, even though it's a part of the organic. There's no way in the world that they could that they can um, prevent some of that metal from Marcus from getting into John. And how do you not know whether? Marcus was a was a triple agent. Like he didn't know he was a Terminator, and then the Terminator could have pos- or not the Terminator, but uh, Skynet could have possibly given him given him false um, self awareness, right. where he actually thought he was rebelling, but he was just doing what they told him to do. Because if you listen to what they said in the movie, you did what nobody else could do. You brought us John Connor, and that's that's right. two, that's twofold. You brought John Connor to the compound. But then when Marcus gives him his heart, he brought John Connor to them, too, because I believe that there was something in that heart 
that was given to John that was that enabled the T five thousand in Terminator Genesis to convert them to a T three thousand. There's no way in the world you just touch somebody and make them into a uh, a nano a nano machine um, Terminator unless he already right. had some nano machines or something like some traces in that in him. So I think that stuff was existing in him and he was a sleeper agent didn't even know he was a sleeper agent until the T5000 you know did what he did to him in the beginning of uh, Terminator Genesis just like how in Salvation well, let me ask you this going hold on let me ask you this going in with that theory if that's what you're saying then do you think this whole time Skynet was just pretending to kill off John or Sarah at any given points that right there. They really didn't want to kill him. Honestly believe that too. Because you gotta think about it like this. This is go, going back to Terminator One, going back to the maliciousness of the original Terminator and how he how easily he killed this person and that person, but then he had trouble, quote unquote, or any other Terminator from the, for that matter, any other unit. First of all, the most effective unit was the first Terminator in the first movie. It's always been the most right. effective. He's killed every other Terminator. But look at how they act when they when they find their target. Like in Terminator Three, she I don't know. Well, I don't know if I could. I apologize beforehand. Um, when she realizes the blood on the napkin or the uh, the towel is John Connor, she has an orgasm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Instead of killing. Kate Brewster, she tossed Kate Brewster aside. Yeah, she probably clomped her head, but she didn't kill her. Every time they have an right. opportunity to kill someone, that's their target, that's their main target, they fail to do so. They fail. Every single time. But are they, are they failing because that's what they're... Yeah, they're, fa- they're failing by a design. Yeah. And that's my whole thing, because the thing is, is, is the, the whole the whole idea is for John to survive Judgment Day. That's his, that's the whole that that's always been. He had right. to survive. He never had to. He could never stop Judgment Day, and they always said he could never stop it, or they thought they could stop it. And Arnold in uh, Arnold's character, the what the TA fifty and Terminator three said, you it terminated. He said he said Judgment Day is inevitable. Yeah. Right. Even at the end of the movie, we weren't supposed to stop Judgment Day. We were supposed to survive it. We're well, I was to- about to say it never even stops. It, it just gets pushed uh, forward. Yeah. I mean, just, pushed back. You know what I mean? Well, here's yeah, it, doesn't the, matter, it doesn't matter what place like, to that same take. For every time that there's time travel, Skynet improves itself. Not only does Skynet improves itself, John also improves himself because he, he right. gains skills, he gains more knowledge of what's to come. He's more prepared, but there's it, the more prepared he comes, the more the, the more efficient of a killer the Skynet becomes. So it's like it's like you neck and neck. It's a, it's a you're you're running a race neck and neck, and nobody's getting a, 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 an advantage at all. Mm. Yes, it's it's like it always is. It's like no matter what you do, time is always going to catch up with each other, and the the streams are going to flow. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's like going back to Terminator one and then Terminator two, like no matter what they did, judgment, Day still ended up happening in Terminator three. I, I can't remember how many years had passed from Terminator two to Terminator three and a decade. Okay. So oh. passed. and they thought, they thought the judgment day wasn't going to happen and it still happened. 
And same thing with uh, with Dark Fate, even though they they thought that they stopped Skynet because of the second movie, we find out that they didn't stop it. And all of those Arnold Schwarzeneggers were sent back to the past to kill John Connor. I don't know if they were all Arnold Schwarzeneggers, but yeah, I'm just going to say I'm just going to say that they were all Arnold Schwarzeneggers because it sounds cooler. But like you, I, like I was saying with Dark Fate, you know, they killed John Connor. Judgment Day still happens, but now instead of Skynet, you have what is it now? Uh, Legion. Legion, and then they have the Rev Nines. Like I didn't even get it until Griff had told me. Uh, you know, they were using like the Bible and stuff because yeah. the Bible, and then Revelations nine. Right. I thought that was cool. I didn't even pick that up uh, until he had mentioned that to me. But yeah, that's what. Go ahead. I like I like Dark Fate, dude. I know it bombed. But I like Dark Fate, dude. What do you what like? What did you like about that movie, Trap? If you don't mind, did you just like the overall feel of it, or? Well, I'm an action movie dude, and seriously, the last like 25 minutes of the movie is literally just one long action scene, dude. It's nuts. Yeah, that's that's the so, kind of. Um, I like the the timeline travel that they did, you know, with going back in time to the original movie instead you know john um gets killed in front of sarah and he's dead straight from the get-go and then he haunts this sort of regret for doing so and continues to help sarah over the years take out these other terminators and now we get a new leader in the resistance and a whole new um type of terminator because they don't call grace she's not a terminator right she's like a she's like a captain america type thing an android type uh augmented uh, yeah, augment. human. yeah she's augmented human yeah, she's yeah. like an augmented human and then yeah. you know towards the end of the movie she's there as a child and now they're going to protect her so she can grow up and not be killed by whatever by i liked touching, it touching back on Terminated three for 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 a little for a second, and thinking about Sarah, you know they kill. Remember they killed her off, and she had um, leukemia. Right. I'm thinking that on her deathbed, she could have possibly revealed to John that Kyle wasn't wasn't his father, because you know, like when somebody's on the deathbed, they kind of bury their soul and let out whatever dark secret they've been carrying, and let it all out right then and there, because it's like there's nothing that can affect it now. That would that would be a little wild, but I don't know. Only because again, when you the whole movie, he spends not wanting to be the leader of the resistance, and yeah. then when he gets put into the bunker and Judgment Day comes, he picks up the radio and he answers the call to like take on my destiny type thing. So yeah, but he, he doesn't to be the leader, but things around him are making him the leader. He's targeted because of what he's supposed to become or what he became in an alternate timeline. This John that we see, this is the John, this is the calm before the storm. He hasn't been tested for real. He hasn't been pushed to the limit to where it's do or die. He 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 hasn't experienced none of that. Okay, in Judgment Day, he had somebody protecting him. It wasn't just him with his back against the wall and either I'm gonna live or I'm gonna die. Right. It wasn't that. So, like I said earlier, you, when when you're when somebody tells you you have to do this or you're going to be this or you're going to be that and this is what I want you to be and this is what you're destined to be and blah 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 blah. Like 
That's why he put the, he put the gun to my destiny. He was going to try and kill himself. He was going to try and off himself. But, right. Uh, we talked about Terminator Three a little bit already, but I think the re- like a lot of people try to say, well, how did Terminator how did Terminator Three happen? How would it? There's there's a there's a glaring thing in Terminator Two that a lot of people forget about, and I even say in Terminator One, number one, yeah, they recovered the arm in Terminator One, but look at all that all that scrap metal. Do you think that scrap metal wasn't wasn't recovered? I don't think that Miles Dyson was the only one working on right on on that um that processor. I don't think he was the only one. I don't think he had the only copies of it. Okay, you blew up a building. Somebody knew that something was being worked on there. They had to have patents and stuff like that. But also the arm that was tossed into the um was it the molten the molten metal or whatever at the end of Terminator Two? That was right. the arm from Terminator One. That was the 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 microprocessor from Terminator One or the um the CPU, I'm sorry, from Terminator One. Arnold lost the arm in Terminator Two. He lost the whole arm on the um between one of the gears. They never tossed that arm in there. So I feel like that arm was recovered. And I feel like the, the US military got involved in that and covered up anything and any mention of it. That's probably where you got the Rev Nine and probably where you got the the pro it, it, it probably they probably changed the name to Project Legion to throw anybody off the trail that would come and try to disrupt it because they already had prior knowledge of somebody trying to blow up a facility years prior right i mean well don't you think that um with terminator genesis you know don't wouldn't you say that that just kind of reset everything like we had this conversation where i said that i think that there are three different timelines you have well i'm sorry not three two you have the original timeline which is you know terminator way more than two terminators one through salvation and then you, I mean, sorry, not salvation. One through dark fate, and then you have the timeline that's created because of Genesis, because they pretty much skipped everything that happens in the original Terminator movie, and they go straight to 2007. And Scott, so the events that happened in the first movie, like how could Skynet still be around if you know Terminator One never happened? And then they poured acid all over the T-800 and that movie. So how was Skynet even able to still become a thing? Well, number one, you got you to gotta, you gotta think about the beginning of the movie when the T-5000, which was from a different, different timeline entirely, when he corrupted John. John, in turn, went to 2014 to ensure that Skynet via the Genesis uh, app still became a thing. So... All all throughout the years, like I said, Skynet has always upped the ante and improved themselves throughout the whole years. So they, they've always improved themselves. And now, um, now I'm not super familiar with the stuff after two. Not you know, it's not anything that I keep up with too much. Now the what was it? The T two thousand. That was the liquid mercury kind of T one thousand. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. did they ever see another one like him? He was briefly in Genesis. In Genesis, yeah. And in Genesis, Arnold becomes a liquid metal Terminator at just at the very end. Oh, well, okay. but, this is my, but this is my thing with Genesis as well, because I, I talk with you about this, Griff. It's like, in the original Terminator movie, we know that it's just the T-800 that's there, right? And mm-hmm. But in Genesis... No. But in Genesis... 
we get a T-1000 sent back as well, but we don't get the T-1000 until Terminator 2. So, like, why was that other cop there? Like, it just... Oh, was the T-1000 there? Yeah, remember the, the Asian cop? Yeah, he's the one that killed yeah, Sarah's family. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So, so that right there just shows you that, okay, that the T-800 wasn't the only thing sent back. So if the T-1000 was there, I, I mean, of course... It's a new movie, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's all these questions where I, I you really can't consider uh, Genesis canon. I mean, because you even see how it ends where it's just, uh, it's left open because they were supposed to do sequels and, you know, nobody wanted to return to do any sequels. Um, but it just, it, it makes you think. It's just like, how many Terminators were sent back in the original Terminator movie that we uh, don't know about? A lot of people theorize that multiple... I was going to get at that. I was going yeah, to get at A lot of people say multiple Terminators say were sent back. I say that. And this is... This, see, we only follow the one that we know one about. Story. Yeah. yeah that's, the, that's the story we follow. Like, when that Terminator got sent back, you don't... It's like the one... Eh, I can say it like this. The coordinates... Of where these Terminators landed, I mean, versus where they came from, could be different. Like you could have one fell in the ocean, like yes. the one that killed John in, in Dark Fate. He probably could have fell in the ocean and got lodged into like a reef, and then finally got himself out. And then he he realizes where he is because he's a because he's a machine. It's not like he's gonna he's gonna die. I mean, yeah, his his body might be f-ed up a little bit. But even still, he still he still had a little bit of a healing that, that could happen to his body, or he could mend himself and stuff like that. And he could have ended up washed up. He could even end up washed up on the beach. And then when he finally, you know, his circuits and his uh, CPU uh, rebooted, lo and behold, John Connor's right there, and he just comes up and kills him, and, and that's it. I um, mean, you could have had one that fell into a volcano or something, and then got destroyed. You could have had, you know, you could have had one fall into a glacier. He's frozen. Say, I say so. So that's the reason why the Titanic sunk was because of Terminator and the uh, glacier. Yeah, that's the reason why. <laughs> Titanic you see, you the, see, the man, captain you... of the Titanic was named John Connor, and the Terminator who got sent back in time. He killed the captain, and then the, the the ship went down. Yeah, yeah, sure. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, um. I guess it's, we can go ahead and start wrapping this thing up since we're getting to that time. I will say that I, I just wanted to talk about a little bit of Terminator and pop culture. Um, as we know, like, you know, in Dragon Ball Z, the Cell Saga is one of my favorite sagas. And Akira Toriyama, he took inspiration from Back to the Future and the Terminator with creating the androids and Android 16 being based off of the T-800 and uh, Trunks being based off of Marty McFly. Um, <laughs> were there any other, any other, you know, like series that took inspiration from Terminator? Like when it came to like time travel and having somebody. I think, I think you hit it on the head right there. I hadn't even really thought about that, but it is um, very similar. If you look at DBZ and that whole arc, yeah, it's very similar to the Terminator stuff. It's kind of cool. And it's like, you know, Trunks and, and his timeline, the androids destroyed everything, and it's like they built a time machine so that way he could go back to the past to prevent uh, the androids from killing everybody. 
But I'm trying to think, like, if, if there were any other series, any cartoons or movies that drew inspiration. Because I know, you know, Terminator is a is a pop culture icon. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's very heavy in popular culture. I know that you see um, a lot of parodies and whatnot. I'm in Wayne's World. I'm I'm pretty sure that there's even yeah. video games. Yeah, Wayne's World had the T1000. That, like that was pretty cool. Um, but are are there any other like you know popular series that you know use references from the Terminator? Now, I know I told D that um that I looked to see if there was any Terminator references in JoJo, but I couldn't find it. Jesus, how how did I know? <laughs> he had to get Prime. He had to get it in. <sighs> Just insane, dude. Uh, this is a bit of a stretch, but in the uh, Street Fighter animated cartoon, the animated movie, yeah, the the cyber um the the monitor cyborgs were kind of like Terminators in the way that they were um, analyzing everybody's fighting ability and stuff like that. So, would you say that Seth is like a Terminator? Um, um, I don't know about Seth being a Terminator. I would be like more like um. More like Q or um nah Q is probably about the closest one. But I think Q was based on, like I said, the monitor sideboards too. They just gave him a different design. Okay. Uh, All I know is if we're talking about Terminator, it don't get better than uh good old Triple H's entrance at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And then of course Terminator wow, was in the uh, which which game was he in? He was in two sixteen, I believe. Yeah. I mean, that's better than Fred Durst being in the game. But that, I mean, that look, Terminator was in um in Mortal Kombat. Is it Mortal Kombat 11? Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11. And I was about to say I was about to bring up Tekken, but you're right, it was Mortal Kombat. And then we got RoboCop in that game too. So now yep. we got to the RoboCop versus Terminator. Did you guys ever? This is a movie. A I wonder why. I wonder why they've never done that. They did it with Freddy versus Jason. Why haven't they done like? Terminator versus RoboCop or RoboCop versus Judge Dredd or something where they're taking these kind of figures and pinning them against each other. Now, I remember reading that uh, that they wanted to do a RoboCop versus Terminator movie and it was going to be the RoboCop from the reboot movie. I like that reboot movie, bro. Yeah, it was a good movie. I don't really know why good. I never got a sequel. I don't know why I never People got a hating? sequel. People hating? Yeah, probably. True. That's the only thing I can think of. But that's, I, that's I like the movie. Really good. It's the it's the same thing with the Total Recall reboot. I thought it was better than the original Total Recall, but a lot of people didn't think so, dude. I still have to check that out. Um, but yeah, like you said, like people put people put me off of it because they said that it wasn't that good. The RoboCop remake was really good. I don't know about the Total Recall. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna knock it. I don't think it was a bad. I don't. I mean, you know, I'm not a fan. Arnold Schwarzenegger fan before. You know, a good movie is a good movie to me. If it's good, it's good. So I don't know. Well, I guess we. But go well, hold on. I I got one more yes, question. Okay, for, all right, go ahead. for the Terminator God. So allegedly, the whole like premise of the promotion for Dark Fate to me was this is going to be the ending of Terminator. But it doesn't seem like that's the case. Damn. You think they're going to carry this this out, or are we going to get another soft reboot for another timeline? Or 
I think we'll end up seeing something for another timeline. That's my two two cents. Griff, take it away. What do you got? I, I think I think honestly, the Terminator needs some new blood. And what I mean is a new actor to play the Terminator. I mean, I can think of a guy right now at the top of my head that could probably take the reins and people will flock to the movie just because he is involved. Also, I don't think James Cameron is going to be involved in any Terminator movie anytime soon. He's got Avatar, Avatar 2 through 10 he's working on. Actually. <laughs> so, so, you know, unless the Terminator goes back in time and kills one of those Avatar people, one of those blue cat people, that's the only way you're going to see the Terminator in a James Cameron movie. I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson could possibly be a Terminator. I, I could see him doing it. I could see him being part of the franchise. Remember, he got the blessing from uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger when um, he did his uh, first movie, the run, not first movie, but one of his first movies, uh, The Rundown, and Arnold made that cameo. Yeah. So, yep. so I mean, I could see him doing it. I mean, he's he's still he's he's big. He's ripped. He could I definitely mean, do the new the nude scene. Not, I mean, you know the the bum bum. Well, I don't know about all that. But, yeah, I mean, but I'm talking about the muscle, the muscle structure. I don't know if he he probably wouldn't do that though. But the, I'm talking about with all the muscle and stuff like that. I mean, he could do the uh, time travel scene. Okay, yeah. now if it wasn't the Rock, who who else could you see it being? I can't see it being anybody. Uh, I was thinking, uh, probably um, what's his name, Chris Helmsworth. I could see him doing it. I don't think he's big enough. But they got green strength screen and all of that stuff. So that, that, that doesn't even matter. They could even use they could use Arnold Schwarzenegger's face and de-age him and put his face on the body of the guy like they did in um Genesis. I mean not Genesis like they did in Dark Fate. They could use that, that same guy. They could use that same guy as the body and Arnold Schwarzenegger's face and do this movie three and four times down the line. But the thing is, do you want to see Arnold in the in the role or do you want to see somebody new in the role? Or what do you really want to see? What do people really want out of a Terminator movie? Let, let, I, let's, 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 I would be cool with somebody new. I mean, they've done it before with, you know, what you've seen in Dark Fade and then in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. They've given us new people. And now Genesis didn't have anybody new. Except, I mean, John Connor, but... Um, I think, um, now that we just said that, I think that... Um, let's, let, let's, let's, let's look at it like this for a second. If they were going to do a new trilogy, if I was if I was pinning a new trilogy, I'd, ha- I'd have something along the lines of a salvation um, style uh, tone as far as they're 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 in the thick of it in, in the war. I mean, right. you got yeah, the war the zone. You got the beginning of the movie. Um, be when Judgment Day went off, and then you know, like almost like the, what they did in Dark Fate. When she was discussing, when she was telling them how you know the first day all every, it was a big boom. The second day all the lights went out. The third day everybody was fighting over food and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Kind of show that stuff actually play out, and then um, you know kind of go kind of in the direction of where Salvation tried to go, and like have like a supporting character, like like a character that's gonna be like um like I said like Rock, um have him as like a sort of supporting character. And then what you do with that is have him, quote unquote, come up missing. And this is a search party. They can't find him. They can't find him. They can't find him. You don't find him. He's a whole new, instead of rebooting and giving the T-800 a whole new look, 
we would just he's an, another line of terminators whatever right. we would call it fighting terminators this whole movie but there's a guy remember in um terminator salvation how they were snatching people up right and turn them they were trying to you know they, they were using them for experimentation to make terminators let's say if it was it was, it was like just just for argument's sake let's say if it, we were using the rock he'd be the one that got kind of like separated from the group. They can't find him. They think he's dead. It's like if he had, let's just say for instance, he had something like a, a, a article of not clothing or jewelry or something like that. That was like, you know, he wouldn't go anywhere without that. So he must be dead type thing. And then they find it and they're like, Oh man, he must be dead. So, you know, of course we, we in a movie or in a TV series, if there's nobody, then they're not dead. They're still alive. Um, I mean, at this point, you've convinced me nobody else can do this role besides the Rock. Yeah. So, um, because he's got it all. He's got like the body shape for it. He's got the charisma. He's got the drawing power that you know Arnold Schwarzenegger has. has. You know, he has to raise the eyebrow. So I dude, that would be super iconic. You know, I mean, you got the thumbs up from Terminator Two. That's iconic. You know, that's not like a line. It's like an iconic thing that he does. Yeah. He, he could have the eyebrow. All right. All Terminator. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you came on, Griff. Drop that Terminator knowledge. You blew my mind earlier. It was, it was great to be a part of this, man. Thanks for coming on, Griff. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it being a part of it. Guys, uh, Tria, D, tell everybody where they can find y'all at a social media land. And you know, your boy is on that Instagram at ZK Audio. Or come get these hands on a PSN at T R A V I capital O S Z K. And you can find me at rebellious underscore D23 on Instagram. And you can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook by typing in Benjamin Banks, and I should be the first one to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg and make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. And if you're feeling generous, you can give us $1 to show that you support us on Patreon by just putting in Leveling Up Banks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. And if uh, somebody comes from the past and they ask weird questions and whatnot that you know aren't true, then it's a Terminator. Oh, hey!